Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. Today we have a small taste, an appetizer, a short snippet of one of Jeremy's recent teachings covering the key point or key doctrine from that sermon. It's a short, easy to digest, and encouraging sample from a bigger lesson. We hope you enjoy it. The main passage that people use to discuss whether remarriage is, is valid or not. Okay, and it really it just depends. Okay, on the case. So um, sometimes the words of scripture are not understood in their historical context. So I have to talk a little bit about the historical context so we know what Paul was referring to, and that helps us understand exactly what the words mean. So um, Corinth. This letter is written to believers at Corinth. Right. It was a Roman city. It was the chief city in the province of Rome known as Macedonia. And a famous road passed through from Rome through Corinth. It was called the Via Ignatia. And it was basically the road from Rome to the east, right? It was the major byway. So it's a major Roman city. And, of course, it was under Roman law. Now, so we have to understand a little bit about Roman law concerning marriage. First thing you have to know about the first century is that in Rome at the time... Marriage was compulsory. It was required once you met, uh, came to be of a certain age. Emperor Augustus is the one who had enacted this law because he noted he was worried about the population. He did not think there were enough Roman citizens, and so he made it obligatory or compulsory that you marry. Another thing that factored in his decision was it was the trend of the day for young men to avoid getting married. So to overcome these problems, he made it compulsory. Now, uh, once you were married under Roman law, divorce was actually way simpler than you may ever imagine that it could have been. <laughs> uh, there was definitely no lawyers involved. Um, you did not have to get a divorce certificate, or anything like that. You didn't have to have anything even written. Okay, Here's how you could do it. <laughs> Simply leave the house. If your spouse was the owner of the house and you want a divorce, you simply separate or leave the house. Okay, If you own the house, you dismiss the spouse. Okay? So, no divorce certificate. At that point, either one of those cases, you were free to remarry under Roman law. In fact, you, were, you had 18 months and then you had to be remarried or you could be prosecuted. Okay. Yes? Was Paul married? Why are you going to ask that question? That's a, that's a debate, right, if he ever got married. Now, most of the New Testament, we know he's not married. But some people have suspected that he was a widower based on certain verses here in 1 Corinthians 7. Um, but uh, it's, it's not clear to me one way or another for sure if he ever was. If he ever was, it's, it's not clear. But most of the New Testament, he's not. So. Now, he was a Roman citizen, so I don't know how he pulled all that off, and I wondered about that. So. And I know Lynn always has the best questions, so he's got to watch out. Um, 
Okay, so divorce is very easy, like I said. Now, a woman at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 7 was considering divorcing her spouse. Now, you have to understand something about 1 Corinthians. If you'll notice, for example, in 1 Corinthians 7, verse 1, it says, now concerning. Do you see those words? Now concerning. That's peri day. It's a very specific construction. Uh, take a look at chapter 7, verse 25. What does it say? Now concerning. Take a look at chapter 8, verse 1. What does it say? Now concerning. Okay. If you go over to chapter uh, 12, what's it say? Now concerning. Why does it keep saying that? Uh, well, because they had written a letter to Paul saying, hey, we have all these issues. We want you to address these. So in the letter... When he gets to chapter 7, he starts to address those things. Okay? So it's, they had written him a letter asking these questions. Okay? He's answering those questions. So in chapter 7, verse 10, he's talking about a specific situation about a wife who was planning to, or had already by this time perhaps, um, left her husband. See, But to the marriage, he says, I give instructions, not I, but the Lord that the wife should not leave her husband. Now, that exact terminology is the terminology of Roman law, to leave. I just read it to you a moment ago. What did you have to do to get a divorce? Leave. Leave the house, okay? Depart. That's what the word, this word means, leave or depart or separate, okay? That's all it took. So, he says she should not leave her husband. He's talking about she should not do this based on Roman law. That was Roman law. Oh, you just, just leave. In other words, no biblical grounds. She just decides she's, she's planning to leave. And Paul says, no, 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 she, can't do, she shouldn't do that. And then he says in verse 11, but if she does leave, because this is all takes correspondence in time, I mean, maybe she's even already left. He doesn't really know. But if she does leave on the basis of Roman law, which is no biblical grounds for divorce, she must remain unmarried or she must be reconciled to her husband. Why? Because there's no biblical grounds for divorce. She just did it under any cause, like a Roman law. Yeah. Would, would this imply that the woman is not under the Roman law forced to be married? Paul says, Paul says to her, she must remain unmarried. But right. Paul said that they were supposed to get married. Right. Well, she'll end up having to get remarried in 18 months or be prosecuted. Now, she can undergo prosecution. But his point is, if she gets remarried to someone other than her husband then it's committing adultery. And that's why he's saying what he's saying. Because there's no biblical ground. She's just going out under Roman law, and that's not valid, he's saying. So she must be remarried. Otherwise, I mean, I mean re reconciled, sorry. Reconciled to her husband. Otherwise, she's committing adultery. Because she's is not illegitimate. She's illegitimately divorcing her husband. There's no grounds. Okay, so that's the context that he's speaking this issue into, okay, in these verses. Now, um... And then, of course, at the end of the verse, it says he must not leave her or depart from the house, you know, separate. He should not do that under Roman law. That's not biblical. You have to have biblical grounds, okay? Thank you for joining us today on Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. If you found the lesson insightful, please consider subscribing below so that you don't miss any additional teachings from Jeremy. And if you're looking for additional resources or additional formats, links are in the description below. But above all, we want you to be encouraged and exhorted by the very Word of God.
We hope that Jeremy is opening it up to you in a way that makes it even more understandable than what you've known in the past. So until next time, take care.